For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks. Add a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And now, a continuation of more stories in the cannabis industry to share to all of you, my listeners here on Blunt Business. My next guest founded a leading manufacturer of award-winning naturally derived terpene blends that are procured from plants from, found from all over the world. They're producing some groundbreaking advancements in the cannabis and terpene industry. And I'm here with the two brothers that are here to go ahead and talk to us about it. I'm here with the CEO, Max, and CSO, Kevin. Uh, Max and Kevin Kobe with Abstracts. That's spelled A-B-S-T-R-A-X. Max and Kevin, thanks for being with me. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Max. My pleasure. Let's go ahead and talk about what's really a couple of the announcements that a focus we have here on the program. So Abstracts has officially become the first terpene distributor on Weed Maps WM Exchange, the wholesale cannabis platform from WM Business. And part of the WM product suite business product suite wm exchange is a platform that streamlines discovery between licensed buyers and sellers now retailers and brands on weed maps will have access to abstracts wide variety of terpenes so take me behind the impact and significance of this announcement uh, i think it's just mainly targeted towards our clientele and being a, establishing ourselves as a leading innovator in the cannabis industry and making sure that we're doing everything that we can to reach out to those you know emerging brands leading manufacturers that are looking for quality products and ingredients to differentiate their products from their competitors so the fact that you're on this i mean i know weed maps is the go-to place when it comes to really becoming the, almost like a wikipedia or a dictionary for finding all terms definitions and things of this sort uh can you give me a little more information about the this product business product suite and how abstracts is integrated 
yeah, I mean, it's a wholesale platform that they've launched. It's mainly targeted towards uh, brands, uh, retailers, and distributors looking to find their products um, through their wholesale channels. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of different exchanges that are coming out like LeafLink and, and others who are doing a good job. And, you know, Weedmaps is focused on, you know, developing the wholesale channel for clients. And it allowed us a, you know, different and uh, unique platform to continue marketing towards uh, those wholesale clients as well. Now, you recently launched the very first botanically derived terpene aromatherapy kit specifically designed for the health and wellness industries. And uh, Max, you actually said this about this uh, kit. Quote, the spa kit was specifically created to help brand developers help their customers cleanse their minds and bodies of the stressors they face each and every day. It's also proof that terpenes are evolving into the most creative, natural, and most powerful way to guide humanity towards a greater sense of well-being. Expand on that point for me. You know, I would uh, give an analogy, you know, when you're, you know, on vacation, hopefully in, you know, a relaxing, peaceful place and find yourself, you know, walking through the forest. And uh, if you can imagine there being like a, you know, hot springs out there and you breathing in all the, you know, wonderful elements of pine trees around you, you know, that creates a uh, feeling of well-being um, and that is all happening because of the aromas in the air and those aromas have terpenes those terpenes are coming from the plants around you and that are helping to affect your mood states and so terpenes are those functional ingredients and functional aromas that help uh, contribute to those mood states of product experiences let's go ahead and move along to a short commercial break and we're going to go more into a story that I wanted to talk to you both about. The Fresh Toast put recently a, an article that was titled, Why Terpene Profiles May Shape the Future of Cannabis. And given what you're doing, I think you would be best suited to go ahead and talk to me about that. Again, I'm here with Max and Kevin Kobe, the CEO and CSO, respectively, of Abstracts, A-B-S-T-R-A-X, here on Blunt Business, back after a short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with the CEO Max Kobe, Chief Science Officer, Kevin Kobe of Abstracts here on Blunt Business. So I, before the break, I talked about a recent article called Why Terpene Profiles May Shape the Future of Cannabis. And the story was written by Terry Hacienda over at freshtoast.com, thefreshtoast.com. A couple of things I want to bring up because I don't have a whole wraparound of terpenes. I understand that it's uh, where they're trying about the, the interest in terpenes. 
because of the flavor uh, quotient, just the, the the potency. Just I don't know at all about this. So for me to do this program and not really have a good grasp, it's like me trying to understand cryptocurrency. It's a bit a little bit foreign language to me. So here's what comes from the article. There is no doubt that terpenes will play a significant role in the shaping of the future of cannabis because it all offers all a cannabis product needs to stand out. It offers all a cannabis product needs to stand out. I'm trying to read that again. They go on to say that there is now an increased interest in terpenes. And I'm saying I've been on this network. We've been doing this coming up on six years now. We've had bud tenders on. We've had cultivators. We have scientists. And it still feels foreign to me. I don't know why. Now, <clears throat> and that's where, and, and now I feel like I'm pretty well-rounded on this, but it's, it feels like it's just still a lot to understand. So the difference between terpenes are subtle, but they make the horticultural cannabis process fun. They also offer numerous therapeutic values that will do mankind, mankind lots of good. Lots of cannabis analysis laboratories test for terpene content so they can get a better idea of the full makeup of different strains. Terpenes are now taking center stage in lots of new scientific and medical research because of their potential synergistic, synergistic effect on the body. How would this be so important for the layman out there? I mean, obviously, if you're in the business of understanding, or if you have much of a scientific, very curiosity background, you would really be interested. But how do you break this down to make it understandable for just a layman that might just be want to consuming? Why are terpenes so important? Kevin, you want to take it? Yeah, I'll take that one. Thanks, Max. Um, for the layman, I guess if you when you go into the dispensary and you open a flower and you smell, you know, pre-COVID, when you smell a flower at the dispensary, um, you know, how are you making that buying decision? You're going to smell that flower and you're gonna be like, wow, that smells really good. This is the flower that I want, or this is the vape pen that I want, or this is the concentrate that I want. The only reason they can smell something and make that decision is because of what us in industry colloquially say that's the terpene profile and so that's the terpene profile is what gives the aroma and the flavor to these products and then on a deeper level you know your, your your body smells these things you think it smells good your body's telling you it smells good for a reason that kind of goes deeper and then that's the science of exploring you know what is that what how deep does it go or what's that depth if that makes sense um well here's what i'm saying it's not so much understanding what it means but getting an understanding of because if there's so many different profiles out there how to create some kind of a chart or some kind of a methodology so it's easily understood for those that want to consume either a flower or some kind of a product and understanding the internals of what the terpene profile entails is to try to understand that and try to break that down to make it easy from a business standpoint to present the product and for the customers to choose what they want to choose. I mean, Braska, you're, you're touching on, you know, quality standardization, right? And is the understanding of the complexity and boiling it down to simplistic uh, sensory profiles. How is it going to make me feel? And that's fundamentally what, you know, we preach in the industry and what we focus on exploring through our research is quantifying the sensory uh, profiles of these plants. And we do that by analyzing not just terpenes, but other compounds, right? Cannabinoids 
contribute, you know, I like to equate cannabinoids and terpenes to like the gas pedal and the steering wheel of your car, right? The cannabinoids being the THC is going to dictate maybe how intense your high might be, you know, and that's how much gas you're going to give it. Um, whereas the terpenes really uh, are like your steering wheel and they modulate the effects of the cannabinoids. They can, you know, be more sedative like an OG with with uh, heavier myrcene. It can be more uplifting like it's a citrus profile uh, like some exotics. But at the end of the day, what you're saying and, and what the reality of the current state of the industry is that when a consumer goes into a dispensary, they fundamentally only care about two things. One, is this product safe for me to consume? That's how we, you know, current COA compliance testing standards, uh, you know, provide that safety standard. And number two is, how is this product going to make me feel? And in the industry, we are selling uh, not just drugs, we're selling experiences to consumers. And so being able to distill down a analysis of a cannabis flower concentrate to be able to easily educate a consumer on how this flower or product may make them feel is, is critical to really understand the complexity of the terpene profile. And so, you know, to answer those questions, we are currently exploring over three to 400 different terpenes and aroma compounds in every cannabis sample that we analyze. We are doing it in two and three dimensional, um, uh, using 2D, 3D uh, analysis on our GCs. And, you know, most testing labs are doing about 20 to 30, maybe 40. We're focused on exploratory research. We actually even created a program for mapping, you know, the expected uh, uh, effects, flavors, aromas of these samples, and then have gone so far to even measure, you know, how these qualities degrade over time and what you can do to improve that. Um, and ultimately the goal is to be able to establish quality standard for a consumer so that they know when they buy this product, hey, it's going to be uplifting and taste like blueberries. It's going to make me calm and it's going to be a Danko G that's super gassy. But being able to uh, quantify the, the level of gassiness or fruitiness or what type of, you know, flavor experience this might have or, or um, you know, what kind of... Um, uh, activity do I want to do with this specific cannabis is is really the part of the industry that is just now starting to evolve and uh, you know we are still continually to continuing to scratch the surface of our exploration and find new compounds that we believe do contribute to those experiences that aren't just terpenes so terpenes are really opening up the conversation and Pandora's box to really understanding the benefits of cannabis and I appreciate all the efforts you're doing obviously you have research manufacturing lab you have the developers, you have the scientists, you have this advanced strain analysis, technology, three-dimensional analysis, all these things that you're doing. But for anybody that's trying to go ahead and present out there, I'm coming back to the same question, because if I'm looking for CBD products, you hear a couple different tags that are thrown around, broad spectrum or full spectrum, or if it's something might be GMO, vegan, gluten-free, there's just so many different tags that can be brought on to try to, first of all, profile the quality, the consistency of the product. But I feel like, could that just be a little bit of information overload? Can How do you inject, including the characteristics of the terpene profile into a product without overwhelming and overloading a customer trying to make understanding and make it easier for the bud tenders to go ahead and explain so it's easy for 
a customer to absorb. Not saying they're stupid, and we're not talking about any stereotypes here. It's just there's a lot that's being asked about in terms of quality. Is when is too much? Too much. You want to talk about our PDSs that we create? I mean, we have algorithms that break down this information into like building blocks to make it more digestible from the brands presenting it to the bud tenders who are then presenting it to the consumer. You know, that's a game of telephone. And it, like you said, it is like fairly complex. I mean, cannabis is a cocktail more than anything else. And so breaking it down is it is intricate and it is complex, but we want to get it to a more understandable state, you know, so it can go down the line to the consumer and the consumer can understand it. Yeah, we've distilled. I mean, ultimately what you're, what, where we will end up is a singular wine spectator store for cannabis where a consumer can ask five questions. You know, what do I want to consume? Flour, you know, concentrates, edibles, uh, how do I want to feel and what do I want my experience to be like? You know, what is that flavor profile? Am I looking for uplifting blueberries uh, or do I want to look for a super dank, you know, gassy OG that's going to make me couch lock? That should be the only thing the consumer cares about at the end of the day. And when they go to that store, the deciding factor for them between which OG profile they want to buy should only be the quality of that OG. So which one's gassier, which one has higher THC, right? If those were the only two things that I cared about for an OG or even simpler is just the quality score. The question is, is we know where we need to evolve to, but that needs to happen at the testing lab. So in order for those tests to be introduced, we need quality standards. And that's what abstracts is focused on developing is the actual quality standards for measuring those uh, specific attributes that differentiate these products in that create these types of experiences for consumers. So you really have to understand that cocktail, right? In order to uh, boil it down to its simplest, you know, quality metrics to make a consumer understand it. And, you know, we're at the, that's the beauty of this industry is that it's in its infancy and, you know, science has, uh, you know, a ways to evolve and a lot of opportunity to, to grow and benefit the community. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, hopefully more beneficial discoveries in the future that help create more awareness for consumers to enjoy cannabis. This is why it's important to bring this up because people, I don't know how many listeners really are grasping around what this sector is supposed to be coming because this Fresh Dose article makes the point. I want to take a good chunk of this passage because there's a lot of information here and this is why it's important to talk about terpenes here at this moment in time. So they go on to talk about botanically derived terpenes that are used in some skincare products and a new technological process that captures the flower's essence and it is used for the products. With the enormous potentials terpenes hold, the cannabis aroma industry is expected to grow exponentially from 2021 to 2024. In fact, the terpene sector is predicted to become, get the number, a $1 billion sector. That's a significant out of how the cannabis industry is going to be growing in general. A billion dollars just in the terpene sector alone. These cannabis-derived and botanically-derived terpenes will make the reproduction of leading strains easier. With the increase in reproduction, customers will be happy, leading to greater product efficacy, safety, and predictability, and quality. Who doesn't like a good, safe, and sweet-selling cannabis product? We all do. Now, real quickly, before I move on to that passage, 
it, it kind of almost sounds like a stem cell type of approach. Does is that true or no? I'm going to let you, I need you to elaborate on that. Well, because I mean, are we biologically, you know, deriving from the, from, from the plan here? Again, it's the reproduction of leading strains. It sounds like something that would be almost like a stem cell type of uh, approach. Well, I, I think the, you know, the, the, the innovation that we've focused on developing is being able to identify each and every natural compound that makes these cannabis experiences unique, right? There's a reason why when you smoke Jack hair, you feel uplifted. And there's a reason why you smoke Josh D's OG, you feel sedated couch locked, right? And so what we're able to do is understand the complexity of that cocktail using our analysis and our programs and our amazing team of scientists to basically identify the 300, three to 400 compounds that contribute to that experience. Now, the amazing part about cannabis is that it is the most abundant source of terpenes in the entire plant kingdom, yet research has been restricted on these plants. And so the compounds that we are continuously discovering in cannabis that contribute to the benefits are not unique to cannabis. They actually exist in other plants in throughout the world. And so the uniqueness about the technology is the ability to identify the hundreds of compounds, then source those identical compounds from nature and distill them and purify them to the highest standards so that you can essentially create a consistent standardized product formulation that allows manufacturers to not only replicate the benefits of cannabis, but also introduce traditional flavorings as well to their products. So for a cosmetic, we've developed these functional aroma systems using these unique terpenes found in cannabis that provide uh, UVB protectants, you know, help with skin hydration, uh, also help with um, absorption of some cannabinoids potentially. And so there's been a lot of research emerging for the benefits in topicals and terpenes act as natural aromas. They've been used in aromatherapy for years. And so now you don't only get the benefits of the terpenes, but you also get the benefits of the aroma and the functionality to it. And so really cannabis is our roadmap. It teaches us a lot about different terpenes and ratios together and and different aromas that traditional uh, flavor and fragrance industry may not be using in their uh, traditional systems. Um, it, for cannabis industry, they require higher standards. And so again, when you're sourcing these materials and it's important because they are naturally derived, no different from cannabis, they vary in consistency. So it's important to standardize the processing of these ingredients to ensure the highest purity so that when we want to design a flavoring for a alcoholic beverage with terpenes to put botanicals into it and you know harness the energy of these things to not only improve the flavor but the experience we can do it with repeatability and consistency and with a predictable product experience and so that's the amazing part about terpenes is really replacing you know replacing traditional flavorings and aromas that the industries have been using and really just opening up um you know, a wider array of ingredients for manufacturers to use. Move along on this story. I'm going to finish up one part of the passage I wanted to go and bring up as well. So most cannabis users, quote, are already keen on going for flavor and aroma since the majority discovered terpenes impact. This trend will continue, thus cementing terpenes as the future of cannabis. 
they said. Bottom line is people are going to say goodbye to flavorless cannabis. It's all because of terpenes. Now, lots of cannabis users enjoy their weed with a burst of aroma and flavor. There's no doubt that terpenes will play a significant role in shaping the future of cannabis because in all offers, a cannabis product needs to stand out. So, I mean, do you agree with that sentiment? And do you feel like that's why your work is so critical right now because of where the industry is going to be going and the approach that businesses need to go with in terms of having to really understand flavor and aroma, that's what's going to be the ultimate selling point of the flower that's being sold in the future. Absolutely. I would add, I would add that uh, their flavorless cannabis is going away because cultivators and geneticists, you know, people like Sherbinsky's and Jungle Boys are really pushing the envelope on the bleeding edge of creating, you know, not just strains, but flavors, you know, strains that are exotics and have really unique flavorants in them that are also found in, you know, green apples and berries and other things out there. And so I think cannabis is all about the experience flavor is an aroma are a major part of that experience that can change it for the better. And so I think it's all about, you know, improving the quality of our products and educating consumers on what makes cannabis unique and different because craft cannabis is here to stay. People appreciate really good quality cannabis. And when they find a cannabis that gives them the experience they desire, they want to be able to get it again. So I think this is all about, you know, really understanding how to improve quality standards and you know partner up with these cultivators to help them really understand what is unique about their strain profiles to harness that to uh, you know help uh, you know uh, harness that energy and, and really uh, increase the gas or increase the fruit or increase the desirable quality standard that they're looking in you know for their next pheno hunt so it's all about evolving the industry and and giving the people what they want and people certainly want to. Uh, you know, have a flavorful uh, and fun experience. I'm surprised I have not heard the phrase craft cannabis more uh, often, because I think that would be, that make the way you explain it makes it much easier to understand. But I don't see a lot of people that are talking about craft cannabis. I mean, there's, I don't know, would that be something, would you feel like if that was made more of a point to call, instead of talking about the terpene technology, talking about it where you're creating craft cannabis because we already know about craft brewing when it comes to beers and, and beverages in the same vein. Wouldn't that be the same idea? Would that be right. a better way to market? I, I read a article in Rolling Stones magazine, I believe it was, and it was talking about, uh, you know, craft cannabis, you know, is, is going to be the, the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I kind of laughed because everything is craft cannabis right now. <laughs> right? Everything's yeah. unique, right? Nothing is repeatable. You know, everything, most things are inconsistent. The, you know, the multi-state strategy, you know, needs to be able to evolve to have consistency across state lines. So really like the future of the industry is how to take, how to create craft cannabis at scale, right? How to create a consistent user experience that creates consumer trust through predictable, repeatable results. That's the future. And so today, every you know most cultivators are craft cultivators are, are creating craft cannabis it's important for them to be able to educate a consumer on what makes that 
you know, product experience unique. And I think that's where terpenes really come into play is helping people understand the complexity and differences of those profiles beyond just THC. We have to evolve further than just looking at the THC percentage because I can give you, do the Pepsi challenge with uh, consumers all day long with different terpene ratios and lower THC compounds and we'll get uh, a variety of responses that, you know, might uh, conclude that the, you know, specific terpene profiles delivered a, you know, different type of product experience. The phrasing of craft cannabis, talk about our understanding of terpene profiling, makes more sense to me because it is, there's another story I'm reading about, about the way they talk about craft cannabis, that of the uniqueness by being grown in small batches, creating, cultivating unique flavors. And the idea is it's really about the quality rather than the quantity. With that said, wouldn't this be a great way to counter market the illicit market, which can't compete with this type of craft cannabis? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. The illicit market's very, I mean, all the best growers today were once in the illicit market, right? There's no growers that started in 2016 and then now they're the best. Um, <laughs> but they don't want to be mass, but they want to be able to mass produce to that market because it's just, they, they feel like, you know, if you're, if anybody is looking for, for those that they shouldn't be having to, but we know there's every state has some kind of illicit market of some, of some shape or size. And so they're just a matter of just getting the high. They're not concerned about the quality uh, so much or the, you know, again, the flavor aroma. They're just more worried about the potency of it. I think there's a, I think there's a one because there's a bougie illicit market. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think there's a, a really positive shift happening with a lot of geneticists and a lot of cultivators. And it's, you know, it's really popular, you know, in the nineties and two thousands, the main thing was to just increase the THC percentage and that's all cultivators were focused on. And then we started pumping out these, these flowers that had like 30% plus THC percentage, which is wild. But then the cultivators got tired of that and they realized it doesn't make for like a good high, you know, cause they're testing the product and adapting it accordingly. And so what the shift that happens is now everyone is mo- mainly focused on the flavors that they can produce and crossbreed to, to make. And so, you know, they're not so terribly worried about the THC percentage. They'll have one or two strains that always do hit the 30% mark, but they're mainly focused on like, having all the flavors of the rainbow under their in you know in their book yeah i like the idea of craft cannabis if it's something that becomes a catching term and that's what the industry becomes as the as i just mentioned in that article from fresh toast i'd love that to be i think that's a it's a nice way to go ahead and put that because we already see what the model of microbrewing and craft beers already does and we already see how big an impact it does same thing here it should be mark there this is where an idea from the alcohol beverage industry is not a bad idea to go ahead and pick up on and it just becomes something where you take that idea you run with it and you move forward and say here this is even a better understanding because we've already been uh we've already been exposed to it we're already familiar with that kind of territory the same thing could happen here i want to go ahead and go to another commercial break wrap things up here with max and kevin kobe with abstracts here on blunt business back after a short break rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business 
Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. I'm back here with CEO and CSO of Abstracts, A-B-S-T-R-A-X. Max and Kevin Kobe here on Blunt Business. And I appreciate you both for being on with me. And that if you're interested in more learning about what Abstracts is doing, the website is abstractstech.com, A-B-S-T-R-A-X, tech.com, offering the largest stripping catalog of cannabis flavors in the world. Now, I want to get back to the story we talked about at the top of the show about the the new uh, being the first terpene distributor on Weed Maps WM Exchange. Now, also what you have is you've launched a wholesale platform and custom formulization services with brands seeking to utilize science-backed terpene blends for vape, excuse me, for vape, food, beverage, cosmetics, candles, and more. So. There's a lot that you're doing right there. You have this new wholesale platform. You have what you're doing with WM Exchange. A whole lot working on. But what can people learn more? And also, want to go ahead and preface to the listeners. If you want to learn about where you can find abstracts on WeMaps, you can go to wemaps.com slash brands slash abstracts. Again, A-B-S-T-R-A-X. So real quickly, Max and Kevin, talk to me about where they can learn more about what you're doing at abstracts and how they can go ahead and get themselves signed up for the platform and also where they can go, what they can learn more about when they go to the WM exchange. On the uh, WMX exchange, you're going to see uh, information about the products. Uh, you can find some unique product offerings specifically for the cannabis industry, and you can learn more at abstractstech.com. We have an amazing uh, learn more section with some different uh, articles that we've created, white papers, cannabis research, as well as some blog topics on the functionality of different terpene isolates and blends that we create. And now with that said as well, I want to learn about when you're putting the products together, real quick, give me a, a little bit of a lineup of the products that you offer. I see you have vape pens, concentrates. Take me through some of the products that are very, that are standout that you're putting out through abstracts. I'd say, you know, for the cannabis industry, you know, the number one differentiator for abstracts is our native series terpene blends. We are the only cannabis licensed researcher in the industry that is a flavor house specifically for serving the industry. We have the ability to bring in a cannabis sample from our cultivators or our brands. We're able to analyze the metabolite fingerprint to create a map of the profile for uh, helping educate consumers on the specific flavor, aroma, and effects of that cannabis flower. And we're able to also reverse engineer the terpene profile to create a botanically derived version that can be used in a range of applications from candles to beers to vape pens, 
and aromatherapy products. So we work with our clients uh, individually to customize their formulations, uh, to analyze their cannabis flowers and create authentic products that can be produced with absolute consistency. We're the only terpene company that's licensed and researched to study cannabis and focuses on exploratory research of cannabis aroma profiles. Uh, Kevin, I have this question for you, and this is something I've talked about a couple of times on the program. Uh, the debate between when people are looking for uh, flavor, uh, especially with edibles, the extraction method when it comes to burnt hash oil or distillates. Is there anything you can you want to say in terms of just in the debate of uh, how people are trying to go and get where if they want to go and create the best flavor profile without the oil or without the kind of that oiler uh the, the bitter aftertaste of any kind of edibles or any kind of uh, drops that you might have out there in market. But talk to me about that debate. Yeah. Um, it seems like a deep debate. I think it's a, it's definitely like I, we have that debate independently with a lot of customers because we deal with them on an individual basis. And it depends on, you know, the, ingredients that they're adding in the first place and cannabinoids by nature are very bitter and so as a flavor house there's a lot of it, it gets pretty technical because we designed beverages in the past and flavor systems in the past for beverages it sounds like in this application we're using it for tinctures and so those are more similar to a beverage unless they're oil based is a different application so like it gets you know it gets a little deep pretty quickly Okay. Those are all solved in the flavor system, but maybe Kevin, you could talk about the differences of uh, cannabis and what we've done with the native series, the concentrate profiles and how to use the terpenes, maybe optimize the cannabis experience. Uh, he'd mentioned consistency and flavor using terpenes to improve concentrates. So maybe we learned a lot over the last year uh, by analyzing flour compared to cannabis extracts. We actually, uh, Brasco are releasing a white paper on the differences between rosin and Good. live rosin. And I think that's something, you know, for the future that uh, your listeners would be really interested in learning more about is what is the difference between rosin and live resin, right? For the same profiles. We, we jumped in and did the research and, um, you know, Kevin, I don't know if you want to expand upon it at all, but that's really what the native series is all about is capturing hundred percent cannabis identical compounds that exist in the, in the flowers that we've studied. And we've realized that there are small differences between the flavor and aromas that contribute to the overall experience of a flower versus a concentrate. And so when we start analyzing the concentrates, we really can help create a better terpene profile. That's not only strain specific, but it's specific to the actual extract profile. So now we can, we've created a whole line of rosin profiles and live resin terpene based flavorings uh, using the same compounds in cannabis that manufacturers can use to optimize those bait pens or you know, extracts or concentrates to be exactly what they want them to be. Whether it's a full spectrum or a broad spectrum, it really all just comes down to, you know, what are the cannabinoids flavor and aroma compounds that are contributing to the overall experience? So. Appreciate you uh, letting us yeah, on. Kevin, go ahead and uh, chime in on that. Yeah, I mean, they we did do a study on. We took a flower, we made the rosin, and we made the live resin, and then we studied the differences between them. And there are large differences, and there are subtle differences. But even in the subtle differences case, the those subtle differences analytically have large effects. Um, 
sensory wise. And so those are large effects that need to have a lot of attention. The only reason we can notice those large differences is because we analyze, you know, to the nth degree, we can analyze parts per quadrillion, which is like today, you know, we're analyzing PPM or PPB at a, at a QC lab and they're only testing for 22 or 44 terpenes. It's not going to give you a whole lot of, uh, you know, information about sensory wise of what the product is more or less. I like that we've discovered a better name for a name that makes me even understand it more craft cannabis. That's a phrase that is marketable to me. If I, if I had to go into a boardroom and say, okay, you know, to, to make the distinction, to make it so people can, you know, bridge that gap towards understanding better. I think craft cannabis is what for me works, but obviously within the, you know, the circles there and abstracts it's terpenes. That's what it comes down to. But I appreciate you both, Max and Kevin, for being on with me. Thanks for being on with Bump Business. And again, website is abstracts, A-B-S-T-R-A-X, tech.com. Uh, thank you both for being on with me. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah. happy to be here. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, right. everybody. Thank you, folks. And we'll talk to you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.